0: You're listening to The Incomparable's Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons & Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 86, posted August 2016. Seven against two is the best odds.
1: Welcome back to Total Party Kill, the podcast where we find out... How many kobolds does it take to screw in a light bulb? And how many? Uh, one d four plus three.
2: Okay, uh... we, can, we can go home now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm out. We're done. Finally we I got rolled the answer. Two. Three. It's three kobolds. Yeah, correct. Jason, you win. You gain a level. All right, thank you. Um, I actually
3: rolled that same number on a real die, so it must be wait. true. I rolled six.
1: That's Well, That's I guess it depends where, where you are geographically. So kobold quality will vary. <laughs> the uh, answer is none. <laughs> Kobolds reproduce asexually. Kobold quality is not guaranteed. <sighs> all right, let's, uh, let's do this. Should we do the thing where every couple hours we all introduce ourselves? I yeah, I forget really... who I am. Yes. Yeah. Can somebody tell me who I am? So I'm Tony Sindelar. I'm your Dungeon Master. Uh, Steve Lutz, tell us who you are. I wish I knew, Tony.
4: But I am playing a character named Olestrin Quiverbottom, who is an elven ranger. Uh, I shoot arrows, and that's pretty much all I do. But I shoot a lot of them.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, Ren, would you like to introduce yourself?
4: Yes, hi.
5: I'm Serenity Caldwell, and I'm playing a character called Kay, who is a druid. But really, I'm just in it so that I can poof into a beast. Awesome.
4: Your druidic accent, by the way, is flawless.
5: (laughs) I think I go back and forth, (laughs) but we'll go. I thought I
1: was an old Druidia. (laughs) (laughs) There's a great Druid deli around the corner for me. Um, Sarah, you're next.
6: (laughs) Hi, I'm Sarah. Uh, I play a Dwarven Cleric, and I try to make sure that nobody dies.
2: So far, so good. No one has died yet. Uh, Knock on wood. Monty. I am Monty Ashley. I play Melek, a tiefling wizard, master of orbs. Well, one orb. (laughs) But <laughs> don't over, don't oversell it. I really master it. All right. Uh, or what's what?
0: Jason. Uh I'm Jason Snell and I play Peter Dragonforge, a human paladin, a young human paladin. This is uh the 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 party when not in the undermountain likes to hang out in uh, the basement at Peter's parents' house. Well, likes to is a strong word. It's kind of the only place we've got. You told me you liked it.
1: Well, I like it. And last but not least, uh,
3: Erica. Actually, I'm Erica Ensign. And, and it, I am least, at least in terms of, All I think, right. mass. <laughs> I play Stature. That, so, uh, Who is a, a tiny little human, uh, acrobat, flippy, rogue type person. Jumps around a lot uh, and doesn't think first, usually.
1: And uh, Georgia Dow, the Dragonborn uh, Warlord, will not be with us this session, but she's here in spirit, and her character's on the map, and we'll move her around. So, mm-hmm. I yeah. actually printed out her character sheet, so I've got I've kept that, that handy. That's teamwork. Now, <laughs> we have not played in many weeks, in fact, several months. Is that true? It, it seems true. like a lifetime. It's been a while. I, thankfully, I went back and watched the video of the last hour of us playing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, last have time... we killed a mummy. You guys fought a mummy, uh, and you are in this chamber uh, to, to refresh the memory of our listeners. Uh, they just fought a mummy. Uh, they are exploring further into the territory of the vampire lord, Dayan. Uh, they have stumbled <laughs> across an area of Undermountain that's quite peculiar. It's a series of chambers, and many of them seem to have these weird uh, kind of gold wires uh, draped along the walls and floors connecting to various things, and you've been following the wires uh, south. From where you entered under your mountain. Uh, and yes, you, you followed one path of wires led to uh, the wires were kind of all connected around uh, the slab and on the slab was a mummy. Uh, when you entered the room, the mummy uh, awoke and uh, you wailed on the mummy and killed the mummy, uh, despite the fact that the mummy was pretty deadly. Um, I think you got out of that without too much trouble. So did I don't know if did everybody heal up? I know we ended rather abruptly last time. So you might check if you are as healed as you would like to be. I, I think
0: I didn't heal at all. I think we I feel just pretty healy. I think I healed. I would like
6: to be more healed. So can we just assume that I'm healed?
1: Uh,
0: yes. well, you you could. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't
1: was, think it works anyway. quite that way. <laughs> that was a strong bargaining, and I was like, no, that's that's unreasonable. Uh, but you do have people who can heal. You are certainly free if you want. To,
6: I that person to, to heal. spend <laughs>
1: healing surges. But you can't just assume that you're fully healed. I suspect.
6: What's the zombie right here who's standing next to me? By the way, uh, oh, that is a, a
0: an ex mummy. So that's was our, for, our former mummy. mummy. Yeah. It's
6: a mummy. X. Corpse, corpse. Oh, there's no... Now he's a daddy. No X in front of him. <laughs> Sorry, so let I, me make I him
0: more dramatically. Uh, how's that? There we yes, go. Yes, I like Red that X. X. Excellent. Yeah.
6: I, was, I thought we were about to find that. That was no, like no. the
0: cliffhanger from last time was would Tony put the X on the mummy and that <laughs> happened.
6: And then it okay. happened. I, I'm, I I'm hope use, you're
0: satisfied.
6: Given that we've beaten the mummy, I'm going to use a healing surge and heal up. Yeah,
0: me too. Okay. Does somebody want to do a
1: special... Because you have, both a, you have a cleric and a bard who can help with healing powers. Uh,
0: Does
6: anybody want a, a special healing healing, healing wind? I
0: don't even, is even it, remember. It's been months.
6: It has been
3: months. Can somebody
0: do a healing like uh, intensifier where we get extra hit points or not?
3: Yes, Riswin can do that as long as we sit here
6: long enough. She gets two um, every five so minutes. So I just rolled 1d6 for whoever wants it. I'll take it. So it's your healing surge plus six.
3: Great. Nice work.
6: Who wants the next one? I'm good. Anybody else?
3: I tumbled through danger last time, I believe, so.
2: That gets me almost oh, to my memory. Tumbling through me danger. And yeah, yeah. saves me a, a surge, so that's great. That should be the title hey. of your uh, memoirs. Tumbled through <laughs> danger.
6: If If Lessa could
3: write, that might be
6: <laughs> yeah. it. Oh, so... So I should say Healing healing Word actually ca- makes you spend a healing surge. Yes, it does. Uh, but you just get 1d6 additional and hit
0: points. I, that was so. it. Is I that
3: including, it. I believe you okay, get cool. another plus one to their healing surge from your armor, if I'm remembering correctly.
6: Oh, my God. How are you able to remember all these things that oh. I do not remember? I'll take it. I, um. I edit
3: this podcast now, you see. So, <laughs>
0: so yeah. I so hear Erica hears time. everything we say <laughs> twice.
6: Three times, guys. Oh,
3: dear.
0: Three times. All of my so old sorry. advantages have been taken away and given to Erica. Now she knows everything and I know nothing. Yes.
6: Yes. In fact, you get plus seven.
0: Yes. <laughs>
4: You say that like it's nice. a positive that she remembers every detail of this ridiculous game, but it's,
1: it's really not so much. Somebody has to. Certainly the DM doesn't. It's a positive right. for us, but she's stuck with it. I spent my entire weekend inside prepping this adventure. It was like Rear Window except
0: nerdier. So.
3: <laughs> I also have played Priests uh, extensively through most of my life, so a lot of that information that is helps. just in there forever.
0: Now listen, there was a kobold in that window over there. They killed him! <laughs> that's <laughs> rear, rear window, d and uh,
3: I would like to point out that the other thing that, <laughs> I, that I did uh, document from last time is that I have three freaking action points still. Yes, You
1: always kill the kobolds you love. <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: I do. <laughs> the police are not happy about that.
1: So uh, that's the next thing I wanted to... Uh point out is I did, in listening to the video of what we did last time, a lot of people spent action points like crazy uh, so you may want to check how many action points you've got, whether you have one or not Yeah, Um, was that
4: a milestone combat? Does anybody uh, know?
1: I mean, every encounter is, like, you have a thing on your character sheet to track that, right?
4: Yes, well, it's like every other combat, but I haven't been keeping track of how many combats we've done and...
3: Um, We earned an action point after we fought the Helmed Horrors. The Mummy is not an action point
4: one. so we've got one more.
1: All right. I've been keeping track of that, too.
4: You're good.
1: So, uh, you're standing around, uh, healing up, gathering your thoughts. Uh, There's there's a mummy corpse here. There's some golden wires. Um, The kind of small, rectangular room that you're in has a set of double doors uh, back to the east. That's the way you came. And a set of double doors to the south, with more golden wiring uh, leading along the floor and snaking under the door. You have not explored to the south yet. Now, I seem and to recall we've hacked up some of this wiring. I think you have been uh, basically just taking the wiring and stripping it from the walls because yeah. it does have a decent it amount of worth, go. and it's not very—it's gold, so it's pretty lightweight. And it's yeah, you probably you know you've been gold right. Gold
6: is not lightweight;
1: eh, it's comparatively <laughs> lightweight compared to <laughs> statues, um, which is what I compare things to at all Sometimes. times. Statues all right. smaller Orange. than a statue, lighter than a statue—it's gold. Um, so, so if
4: at some point somebody <laughs> from that the case, south I've
2: got a lot of gold.
4: If somebody from the south of this junction were to notice that life force was no longer moving along this golden thread here, they probably would have come and checked it out by now, is what I'm thinking.
3: Or maybe there's life force coming into this room from the south, so they wouldn't notice a difference. Or maybe they're sleeping. You're
0: concerned that the disciples of the golden thread don't have the power. The power! Mm -hmm. The power. the power, the power.
1: There, I would like. All right, yeah. You I got no go one, and that was it. That was your Frankenstein Island reference. Hey Thank you. That's it. Okay. I'd like you to be on the best behavior the rest of the night. We had so the golden
2: did. thread. That was uh, that was all I was looking yeah. for. To be clear, really had we had to still, go still have a Zardaz <laughs> and a Cool Cat coming yeah. to us. I, I oh, know yeah. who these people are. <laughs> all right. Oh boy.
5: My head is hurting.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: at least you didn't watch <laughs> Frankenstein Island, so you got that going for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, we should probably listen at the door. Uh, should we search? It? Should we search the, the the remains of the mummy, which I think is just like you sure. know, there's, a, there's unwrapped. A body in there. He got unwrapped a little bit. I think yeah, we should probably do like that. Christmas,
2: but fantasy Christmas. Yeah. Um, somebody got us an right. ancient corpse. That's right.
1: <laughs> uh, I do not remember if I if you guys searched it last time and I already we announced didn't. it. Um, but he has a golden armband that, like, the power was uh, channeling through, and that's made of a pretty nice chunk of gold that, that is worth uh, several
0: hundred gold pieces huh. if you survive back to the surface to ah, fix it. Yeah. Well, it's worth that whether we survive or Just not. chipping away but, at know. that bar bill. Right. Yeah. You guys are,
1: you know, you're making progress on that Maybe that we'll find a defense down here. Yeah.
4: And we did look through this desk on the uh on the outside at some point I think didn't we before we came in the room. We did. And I, I described assumed. it in
1: detail and I don't remember those details so refer back listeners refer back to that previous episode. Oh, so
2: I got an ancient spell book that was and so mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I was working
4: on my last will and testament, as I recall,
2: That's while episode, you guys bought the money. Listen to, listen to episode 85,
0: True Believers, if you want to know about that <laughs> desk. 85. Excelsior. Snatch. Yeah. The episode you just listened to. Yeah. <laughs> the one before this one. Remember that? Back good when we times. didn't introduce ourselves. Good times. <laughs> good times. I thought that was a different party because nobody it's introduced yeah really so This podcast <laughs> gets weirder all the time. I'm going to listen at the door. Okay.
6: Me too. That's
0: a bad. Peter and
1: Rizwin are listening at the door. Nineteen
0: is my Peter perception a Nineteen.
1: Roll. Rizwin, do you want to roll something?
6: Perception, right?
1: Yeah. Go for it. Mm-hmm.
6: Twenty-two.
1: Okay, uh, Peter. You think you can hear something on the other side? Rizwin, you make out. It sounds kind of like the crackling of electricity, like lightning bolts discharging over and over again. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. But really small. Hmm. So there's a tiny wizard in
0: there that's at least third or fourth level? Man, they're (gasps) LARPing. I want
3: to see the tiny wizard. I
0: wish I I had saved my Frankenstein Island reference because I could make it again (laughs) until I can't. Too late. You already used it. <laughs> yep. Uh, your next villain is the, the next Ammo your box. Next he you mercilessly. The, <laughs> the
4: way guy. I figure, it, you get one per episode of the show, so really you've got three that can be spaced out throughout oh, good. the show. I'll I just have to wait yeah, a few there. more minutes.
0: Um, Peter, you lose All the level. Our right party. What do we? What do we want to do? Do we want to? Do we want to open these doors and be prepared for that? Do we want to look at that? We already looked at that statue too, right? We're because
2: yep. we were afraid <laughs> of statues. It didn't
3: try to attack us while we were fighting. I think
2: we're right, the we, statue before the mummy. <laughs> so uh, what's our, just, what's our just, strategy here? I just love how afraid
1: of statues you are.
2: That's like all right.
4: The to I'm gonna check for traps on the door. All right, because that's a thing that we do. Yeah, that's sometimes. Like, sometimes that's like ninety. That. That's like ninety percent of what we do.
0: Actually, I remember
1: checking for traps. Good yep. times. And that is a 30. 23 minutes into the first session, they might open a door. Uh, the door is track All right.
4: So All I right. say we open it, but be prepared for the tiny wizards that are
0: on the other side. I, I want to see
3: the tiny wizards. Can tiny everybody
0: wizards. Uh, everybody, and group lightning bolts. up? In, in, Sparkly in, lightning bolt. Who's going to come in the front line with me when we open this door? Not uh, me, but I'll have me. an arrow ready back here. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. have Acrid. some other stuff ready. I bet oh, be. Acrid. Oh, <laughs> Acrid. Yeah. Acrid is the perfect one for that. <laughs> yes, I, I will. I will be in the front with Peter. <laughs> you should use Acrid as a meat shield sparingly,
1: given the limited programming available for the Acrid bot. Well, this would be his. This would be his job right now, right? All uh, right. This would be All his right. job. I'm just saying, if you get George's
2: character killed, I am not writing that email. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I feel that's... you'd be the one getting George's character killed. <laughs> that's uh, right. I,
1: I, that's open to interpretation.
0: All right. <laughs> so, you've, you've arranged yourselves. Are you ready to open the door? What, what Kay, are you you going to peek around the corner? Is that what's going on? Yeah,
5: I'm just kind of, I'm hanging out in the back. <laughs> okay. Ready to go. All right.
0: I've All got right. an arrow at the ready. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I open the door. All right. Or or uh, or uh, or we open the doors together, Akron and I. Oh, right. oh
2: God! The All doors
1: right. opened. They oh my powers. God! It's horrible! Oh, regrets! regrets. Uh, looks
0: like electricity.
6: Uh,
1: Beyond skeletons. is another room. Uh, it's clearly part of the crypt because everything down here is, you know, either crypt or crypt adjacent. Uh, <laughs> this is. There are several sarcophagi in the room. There are also the room is not empty. Uh, there are two uh, suits of armor enchanted with magical energy. Uh, these are you. You encountered these before in the jail. These are helmed horrors. Oh uh, they turn Horrors. and 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 notice you. There's also oh the central feature of this room. That's uh, really where like all the Feng Shui is flowing right into this. <laughs> is there are two columns and uh, two columns on the uh, the the eastern side of the room. And between those two columns, the columns are wrapped with golden cable. Uh, blue electricity, like bolts of lightning, are just discharging over and over and over again. And in those kind of Suspended in the air between the two columns, wriggling as the energy plays over them, are three skeletons. So, I suggest you roll initiative, because the Helmed Horrors are going to roll initiative. So, mm.
4: Wow.
5: That seems wise.
4: <laughs> this is like the sort of thing that geeks put in their dorm rooms in
0: Undermountain. <laughs> you mean Peter, right? Sure. <sighs> Technically, a basement in Waterdeep is not in Undermountain. It's
2: in Undermountain.
0: So
1: the Helm Tauras were pretty startled. Um, I guess they've probably been sitting here for a long time without anyone approaching them. So they rolled a three on initiative. Wow. So many of you will have the chance to go before them.
6: That Woo-hoo. looks like a critical failure, actually. That would You can't be... critically
1: fail on an initiative. Well, if, if, if anyone did, they did. Which is to say, <laughs> you are probably all going to get to go before them. Um, so are people, people are rolling initiative? Yep. I think we rolled
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: How do we make it
1: show up? Uh, I think I think you have to tell it to me, and I type it into the turn order here. Yeah. Melok, you're first.
2: Oh. oh God, really? That's never. a yeah. no, you're before. you are the first
1: to read me your initiative
2: number. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's whatever I rolled. 18. All
1: right, uh, Kay. She's 25. Okay, thank you, Rizwin. I'm 15. Uh, did anyone? Does someone want to roll for Akrid
5: Oh, we should roll for Accurate. Do you, uh, what's the see yeah, yeah, Erica, I can do you have her character she right? Yeah, I do. Uh,
0: th- plus three is her modifier. Okay. Modifier. Peter, what's your number? Uh, I <laughs> right. rolled a ten. Okay. Uh, what'd you get for Accurate? Eight. You got an eight
1: for Accurate, and what'd you get for yourself? Twenty-two. Okay. Brilliant.
0: All right, so Kay,
1: you're going to get to f- go first, followed by Flessa.
5: All righty! Oh, I'm so excited, especially considering I'm way back here. But I still, I probably still have good vantage point on that first helm tower, right? I like think good, so. Good eyesight.
1: Yeah, he's like, I mean, okay. there's a bunch of your friends in front of you, but like, there's no terrain blocking you.
5: Yeah, that's fine. Let's see. Yeah, I can definitely do no, that. They're not quite that. On squares. They're not moron squares. Oops. <laughs> not gonna move Flessa.
2: We call those the yeah. moron squares. <laughs> <laughs>
5: um. So would I be able to see this? Probably not from there, right? And I think
1: probably not from there.
5: If I moved here, would I be able to see it diagonally? I would
1: say definitely. So you're going to scamper across the room to get a better view into the other room.
5: Yeah. Oops. And then I'm going to move Flessa Two, three, like that, so I can see yep. it from there.
1: Yep. So you could totally drop something on both of them, probably.
5: Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and gra- drop a Grasping Tide right in that center square. Okay.
1: Vortex of
5: water appears amidst your foes. Uh, And this is against fortitude, Tony. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Ooh, I wonder what would happen if you did that in the electricity area.
5: Mm. Ooh, good question. This is the first. The first guy is an 18 versus fortitude, and the second is also an 18 versus fortitude.
1: Okay, the Helm Tauras are pretty tough, but that is uh, higher than both of their Fortitudes, which are the same. So uh, whatever bad thing happens when they get Grasping Tide is going to happen. Oh, goody.
5: All right, so they're going to get 1d6, uh, plus 6 damage. So they're going to each get 10 damage. And until the end of my next turn, if they leave the burst, um, I can knock them prone. Okay. Can we have that drawn in?
1: Uh yeah, you're really trying to make sure that I remember how to do everything. <laughs> 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 and exactly. it does I can try not... to do it if you want. But, okay. H- is that where the burst was? Uh right? Yep, it could that's... I guess it could either be there or above that. And both Yeah, but I'll I'll both.
5: keep it there um That helped, that probably not, gives
1: you more options.
5: Yeah, it's theoretically I don't think against my friends because it's mm-hmm. just the creatures who are initially in the burst, but still friends if you don't want to go in the burst. That's probably better. And but it's till the end of my next turn, so it's fine. Okay, that's it. I'm good. Actually, I lied. I'm not <laughs> Oh, <kidding.
0: laughs>
1: um, bold, bold move! bold yes. move. Yeah. It is Take-
5: it is a bold lie. Um I am let's see. I am going to throw knack for success, my minor action, um, over to Let's see. Malik. you're going to cast from far away. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll... That's okay. That still works. Um, I am going to give you a knack for success, Malik. so you get a plus two power bonus to your next attack roll before the end of your next turn. Oh, cool. Extra damage. <laughs> well, right. extra, extra attack. Now I'm done.
0: This episode of Total Party Kill is brought to you in part by Dungeons & Dragons. That's right, on September... Fourth, gather your party to join legendary Dungeon Master Chris Perkins and the cast of Acquisitions Incorporated in movie theaters nationwide for a live broadcast of their sold out DD event from PAX West in Seattle. In addition to the show, you'll get a behind the scenes look at building the adventure, creating the set pieces for the Acquisitions Incorporated game, and commentary by chris perkins to top it all off everyone in attendance will receive a special adventure booklet created exclusively for the event for locations and to purchase tickets visit fathom dot live slash dd uh
1: flessa i believe you're next melek you're on deck uh flessa i will mention that none of them have moved yet so i believe Mm -hmm. you have combat advantage on them also Uh, you have action points (laughs) i do
3: so many action points loads of them um I, first of all, I'm going to activate my Gambler's Dagger, uh, which means I get to roll a d6, and I rolled a 5, so I take 3 away from that 5, which gives me a 2. So now my dagger is plus 2 for this next attack. Hooray. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is good, because I am going to throw my dagger from where I'm standing at the one that's Uh. straight in the door, straight to the Mm -hmm. south. And it's far enough away that it actually gives me a minus 2. So oh, That's gone. the thing
4: about the gambler's dagger, you gotta know when to hold them or know when to throw them. <laughs> yeah, never oh. never fold a dagger.
0: <laughs> yep. Don't fold don't fold a dagger. It's yep. not yep. a switchblade.
3: Except so, to So like, I will be skin. sly flourishing
0: at mm-hmm. him. There'll be time enough for folding when the encounter's done. That's right. Yeah.
3: Um mm. and I'm let's see. I'm use this. So that's <laughs> actually
1: It's the hmm of disapproval.
4: Oh no. <laughs> you get
3: that is only a seventeen to hit because
1: uh let me ask did you take into account that you had combat advantage yes Uh, yeah the
3: combat advantage actually like washes with the uh Mm -hmm. the minus two that i had well a
1: 17 does not hit does not hit
3: curses well you know what time to use one of those action points
1: yeah i was gonna say you know what you got
3: (laughs) yep all right so i will try again
4: just ding dogs, and worry too much about
1: Helmed Ho-Hos. Uh,
3: that time it really... Let's see. Hang on. 19. Nope. That's another 17.
1: Uh, surprisingly, that's the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Actually, yeah. that, maybe that first one was supposed to be a 19. Uh, Take a moment and check your math, because it's confusing, because you have a bunch yes. of different modifiers, right? Because you've got combat advantage, yep, okay. and you've got your gambler's dagger, but they're at a distance.
3: So The first one was a 19 with a plus 2, and then the minus 2. Okay. Yeah. Actually, that first one was a 19.
1: All right. So we'll say that the first one hits. So sure. And I'll I'll say that
3: I used the second point to try attacking again and missed
1: then too. Uh, So what's the how much damage is it? The damage is 13. Is that with your? um, That is with all of the uh, yeah because it
3: was a one and a two on my. All uh, right.
1: Well, it turns out two helm tours is probably not enough monsters for you guys because you've already bloodied that one anything else flessa do you want to move are you happy where you are
3: um i think i'm gonna wait until there Other. are people closer to the Helm Towers before i get any closer to the Helm Towers. so i will just stay right back
2: here where i am all right mellick you're up next elester get ready uh all right I think this may be what I said last time, but I'm going to show these ding dongs the grasping shadows. That's I mean, isn't that your catchphrase? Aren't you always saying yep. that? That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I'm really glad we're facing ding dongs because otherwise, <laughs> it makes no sense. Well, you know, to-
1: it's still charming. It's one of those things you do. I'm gonna <laughs> so. target it here. Is that? Are you targeting the same area that Ren did? Yeah. So I don't have to draw a different square. I appreciate that. That is correct.
2: Uh, For the first guy on the wall, I did d20 plus eight versus will, plus two for combat advantage, plus two for uh, that thing I got. And I appeared to roll a 21 versus will.
1: I will tell you that the will of a (laughs) armored construct that marches through the halls of Undermountain endlessly with no other purpose in its life is not that great. So that'll hit. How about a natural 20? Plus four on the other one. It turns out these wow. the, the Helm Tor is vulnerable to natural 20s. Delightful. So. Ah. <laughs> Delightful. so one of them, I believe, will take the, the one that you got the 20 on will take max damage, and the other one you'll have to roll damage for.
2: Okay, so that's 13 on the max damage guy. And I apologize, which one did you do max damage on? The left the uh, one? The, or the guy right out one? in the middle of the hallway. Okay. The guy against the wall will take a minor nine points of psychic damage. And you said 13, right? Yes. Also, they are both slowed until my next turn. And, of course, shadows are writhing in the designated area until the end of my next turn. Anyone who enters that area will get a bunch of damage. What's that area? It's the same area as was filled by water earlier. Okay. It's now filled with... Grasping tides and grasping shadows. It looks right. cool as heck. Wet shadows. So we should stay out of there, is what you're saying.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: it would be a great place for her to stage like a rock performance right in front of it, but not in it. Yeah. So get in there, Bard. Um, all right. Uh, Melik. anything else? You want to move? Everyone's just happy standing in the doorway. I, I'm i fine. Okay. Uh, Eat it, ding So Rizwin, I believe you are next. I said a last turn before. I was wrong because numbers have meaning. So, <laughs> huh. All right. I had um, no idea. Is
6: it possible for me to charge to right here?
1: Uh, where are you? It's Technically, right no, because you have to charge okay. to like the closest place. So you could, you'd have to, to get to him. Now you could charge okay. the other one. You could charge up over the sarcophagus to get to the other one, but to to the one that's up against the wall. But to get the one in the middle of the room, you'd have to enter that zone because the char- so a charge I... has to be like a straight line, and it has to be the like shortest line possible to the to the target.
6: You see. So I would have to move forward like this and then charge over?
1: Uh you can actually book like yeah, you can do that. So you can move and charge.
6: Okay. Do I need to like roll any like dexterity checks or something for climbing on top of the sarcophagus? Uh
1: I feel like you're pretty tough. Do you feel like you can get up on a sarcophagus without having to worry about it?
6: I mean I'm short, but I think I can handle it. Yeah, I think you can uh, handle
0: it. Okay. So, so you uh, just you get over I'm- there.
6: I'm feeling very uh very fighter ish right now, so I'm mm-hmm. going to uh definitely do a what's the right word? Um ah, Sol Lindor's hammer. Ah. So watch a savings. Twenty plus nine. <laughs> I rolled a seventeen. It's nine versus uh, versus AC.
1: So I will tell you, unless you have any modifier, that will miss because these guys, I mean, they're basically walking armor, so they're pretty tough.
6: Lame. Um, that is not something I had. Uh, to use an action point or to not use an action point? I only have one left.
4: You're getting one at the end of this combat.
6: Well, then, heck yes, I'm going to use an action point. Woohoo! Um, let's try that again. Yeah. Zolindor's hammer. That didn't work either.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I will tell you, the lower roll is also a miss. Uh-huh.
6: okay that's good to know i'll keep that in <laughs> mind for next time um well uh that's about all i can do um i that was my my standard action uh i'm going to cast favor of the gods as a minor on um uh on Alestrin. Okay.
1: What is Can you remind me what Favor of the Gods is? Favor,
6: favor of the Gods is the next time the target misses with an attack roll before the end of my next turn. Never happen. Alestrin can re roll the attack roll. Great. Okay. Just what we need more re
3: rolls yes! from
4: Alestrin. Yes. More
1: attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Someday Alestrin will get like a bow that fires like seven arrows at once and he'll just, oh, just roll like a best. fistful of dice. <laughs> <laughs> and of am done. All right. Nice. Uh. Speaking of uh, Alustrian, you are next for Reels. I Peter, am next. get ready if, in case anything's still alive when it's your turn.
4: Love it. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to squeeze past Peter and Acrid here. And I'd really appreciate it if somebody like takes the heat off me on your turn, uh, Peter and Acrid, because I'm out exposed where I normally am not. I have a but feeling i would be
3: happy to do that.
4: <clears throat> I
3: have a feeling that will be the case as well, yes.
4: Forget it. proxy acrid says no um yes so this way i get my prime shot since i nobody's closer to the target than me and uh first thing i will do is i will make i don't think that's true oh wait a minute i didn't see that she's closer to the target than you (laughs) good news i don't need to enter the room (laughs) 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 okay well i'll stay back here in the back ranks then because that uh
2: It's nice back here.
4: It is. It's lovely. Nice and cool. Things feel normal again now. And I will launch uh, Twin Strike, meaning I shoot an arrow at each of these helmet horrors
2: from where hey, I stand. Alestrian, I have a question. Yes. Do you, do you have a quarry?
4: I was just about to make somebody my quarry, and then somebody interrupted me, and then I forgot about it. So I do, in fact, uh, wish to make, let's say, the bloodied individual my quarry. And uh, I'm going to shoot some arrows. So let's do this thing. That is a 22 versus AC for the first shot on the bloody dude. That will hit. Okay. And that will do D10 plus 3 plus my quarry damage. Ooh, so that's 5 plus...
1: Oh, whatever it is. After I keep it on the table, ten damage on the bloodied fellow. All right, that helm horror clatters to the ground. Woo-hoo! It's just an empty suit Yay. of armor. All right,
4: my second arrow, aiming at the other last remaining Helmed horror, is not so good. That is a twelve versus AC. Uh, that
1: is going to be a great opportunity for you to use that, uh, favor of yeah, the gods. You you just Fortunately, re-roll. the gods are
4: currently favoring me. Do I get any bonus of any kind on that? Or is it just re-roll? You do not, sorry. Okay. No, it's, it's all right.
6: It's just re-roll and you have to use the, the thing.
4: I will never look a gift shot in the mouth. It's cool. That is a 19 versus armor class.
1: His armor class is 18. Beautiful. So he is, is not that? your quarry, though, and I don't think you can't remark him as your. No,
4: I, it's it's a minor, so no dice, except for this one I got in my hand.
1: That is a, a nine damage. All right, that one is also bloodied. You guys are making quick work of these. There will be more of them next time, <laughs> <laughs>
0: and uh, I believe uh, that does it for me. All right, Peter. Okay, well, uh, so I think I can come down here to like there. Can I do that? Yeah. You scrambled up on the sarcophagus next some to your friend s- Rizwan. Sarcophagi standing that we're doing here. Yeah, it feels that good. I'm-
3: job, sarcophagi.
4: <laughs> Actually, as a free action, I want to praise whichever God just favored me with that shot.
1: Uh, that would be Rizwin's God, I guess, right? I don't know. I don't I haven't seen I don't I don't know how it works when somebody Up Riswin's God. Woo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yay, that
6: would be that, that would might. be a little
0: vague, but I'll take it.
6: Praise Ogma! <laughs>
0: Alright, I am going to do uh my Arden Strike against the Helmed Horror. Okay. That's a t tw- that's a twenty eight. Whoa. You guys rolled really well this fight. <laughs> so that's eleven damage. Alright. And he's uh, uh, subject to my divine sanction.
1: Okay, that means he wants to hit you? Is that what he wants to do?
0: Yeah, or he's going to hurt, yeah. All
1: right. All right, so uh, I believe it is now Acrid. So my thought, since uh, Acrid is on autopilot, is that Acrid will just do the commander's strike. Um, I believe is that what it's called?
3: Yeah, Commanders Strike. One of your allies can take a free action to make a melee basic attack against the target. The ally gains a bonus to the damage roll equal to your intelligence modifier, which is two. Erica, choose
1: one of Akrid's allies.
3: Um, I
1: think Peter.
0: All right, Peter, do a melee basic. Peter just
3: like melee
0: basic attack against that guy. Yep, sixteen. That will not. Uh, plus
1: two. Plus two okay
3: no that's only to the damage roll though no oh
1: okay that is a miss
3: wah, wah.
1: Ak- all right Akrid
3: is slightly disappointed bummer uh, dude
1: uh erica does Akrid, is accurate happy where accurate is or does accurate want to move into the room
3: uh Akrid would probably want to move in a little closer okay but not Oof. into the square
1: sounds good there. all right it is the the one remaining Helm horrors turn <laughs> next it does not look like it's in great shape. It has been divine challenged <laughs> by uh, Peter, and so it is going to attack Peter. And I'm uh, going Peter. to attempt to disrupt that
4: strike oh, before he yeah.
1: What? Oh. Not. I like it when you never remembered to do that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that never happened. I actually remember the disruptive strike. It's the, All right. it's the quarry well, thing he, that I...
1: He rolls an attack. What do you get to do?
4: Uh, I have a, a shot I take, and if I make it, uh, it makes his attack a little harder to hit. All right. So, uh... Let's see. Is his
0: attack a twenty, Tony? Yeah, because then it misses. This is, alas, it <laughs> oh. is only
4: a sixteen versus AC. All
0: right. Well, so you you fire near him, but he
1: uh, it, it does not notice it. He swings in the direction of Peter with his flaming longsword, and Peter he does not hit you. Nope. Yay! that was real unfortunate for this guy. Uh, he has <laughs> two hit points left. Okay. I feel bad for him. Do we have to kill him? Uh, I mean, he is a elemental construct that is going to protect this area we forever. Could,
3: we could toast
5: marshmallows in his he head. He doesn't have too many feelings.
2: Yeah, he doesn't have feelings. Oh, Not I have too an idea. Many feelings. So pitiful, though. Instead of killing him, why don't we fling him into this electricity beam and see what happens?
5: <laughs> <laughs> well.
4: I don't think that does much against elemental constructs, but you never know.
2: He's made out of metal. I bet it does something to the electricity well, beam. That's a good point. Be a nice, pretty light show at any
4: rate. Yes, it would probably sparkle,
3: sparkle, sparkles. Sparkle will kill
4: all of us. One of those. <laughs> all of us in the room. You mean
3: I'm
5: not in the room.
1: It's like putting a fork in the microwave. Mm. Ooh. Okay, it's your turn. You get to decide what happens next. I
5: know. Well, I'm deciding. I don't know if I necessarily have something that would throw him. Um, I guess I could send a jolt of lightning at him, and maybe hope that that lightning will. Uh,
4: <laughs> oh yeah, maybe it'll merge bounce? with the lightning on the yeah. other side of the room and. Maybe he'll like it. It's going to be like a hot topic up in here.
5: Okay. Well, I'm going to come into the room. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to come, in, come on into this room, and I'm going to go ahead and throw a jolt of lightning. That's what the cool kids mm-hmm. are doing these days. Uh, that's <laughs> plus nine. I
0: thought it was Molly.
5: <laughs> yeah, Molly and Lightning.
0: Yeah. That's my favorite folk band, Molly and Lightning. <laughs> They're so good. You see them uh, in Connecticut every year. It's uh, just the best at the all weavers right, festival
5: 17 versus fortitude
1: the, the right. pemping fabric festival so i'm gonna assume yeah. that does at least two damage and the helm door clatters to the ground yep yay <laughs> all right Ooh. so that was a, a nice quick warm-up you know we shake the uh the dust out you guys haven't played dnd in a couple months probably mm-hmm. nothing this easy will ever happen to you again um <laughs> i don't know so, man it seems kind of like riding a bike i think we're we get another uh, action point right i was actually top form. I am impressed with the number of things you remembered about how all your powers work in concert. Uh, I'll make sure to crank everything up a couple more difficulty notches to make sure you're appropriately
0: challenged. No, that's okay. Um, We're good. What you're doing Um, now is great, Tony. Keep it up. Just
1: do two helmed horrors at a time for forever? This is how you
4: like it? (laughs) Sure.
0: Um,
1: Is this combat over, or are those crazy skeletons going to do something to us now?
3: I, I feel didn't like get to tumble once.
1: Yeah, oh, I feel right. like after six encounters in a row of this, you'll start want, to think that something is up. <laughs> I think seven
0: against two is the best odds, yeah. frankly. <laughs> yeah. So
3: I have a feeling uh, Tony could throw a couple, like a two of something, at us that we would have some serious trouble with. You
1: never know. Uh, I run so pretty fast. It is you're out of combat. Uh, okay. I don't. Everybody gets an got, action point. You got an action point. None of you Good took any board. damage, so healing is not a problem, right? I'm really uh-huh. glad I used right. that action point on the one turn I got because now I'm back up to three. So it's just you and uh, two pillars shooting electricity back and forth while a bunch of skeletons kind of wriggle and dance in the lightning. Pretty. Well, I
4: feel like in a past life I had experience with lightning and pillars and I'm not very <laughs> pleased with so what
0: I'm seeing. Yeah. what I'm curious about is if we, um, if we cut the, um, the gold wires around the pillars, what would happen?
2: I would like to study the pillars with ah. my arcane knowledge before we start messing with them. As All would right, I. if you want to use your knowledge, that whatever, fine.
3: I'm just going right. to come in and watch the skeletons. Yeah, are they
2: dancing around? Yeah, they're they're wriggling like those uh, things where you push the bottom yeah. and the little plastic thing. Like <gasps> I love, oh, those I love things. those.
3: Yeah, uh, I will tell <laughs> I, you. I used as to you- have a skeleton one.
2: As you uh, you kind of examine
1: them uh you notice that specifically there's three skeletons in, uh in the doing the dance here. Uh two of them look like they're probably kobolds and one of them uh looks like it's a small drake, like a guard drake, which mm-hmm. is like a dog-sized drake as opposed to you guys have fought some big drakes. Um this is this is a small drake.
2: I'm going to assume that arcana is the correct skill to use. Sure. And have a total of 18 as I study this. So Melik. uh
1: it, this is again kind of a you know you you've examined some stuff in the previous rooms, and this is like this weird kind of fusion of of magic uh with also the kind of physical in terms of these wires uh and you think that there's probably, there was probably something uh, magical about these pillars that predated the presence of the wires. Maybe it was some kind of like electrical lightning trap that perhaps, you know, Halaster, the the mad mage set up in constructing this chamber and that somebody, perhaps Dan or somebody else is uh, kind of harnessing that for his own purposes because there seemed to be, there's obviously the presence of the gold cabling and um, there's some uh, sigils worked into the pillars as well. Uh mm-hmm. Based on your study, you feel like you've learned a little bit more about like what's going on, and again, this seems to be more with kind of channeling life energies away from stuff. You also suspect that if you wanted to uh Defuse this particular. Uh, I mean, this is kind of a trap. It's not a surprise, right? You see it. Like the trap <laughs> is. The trap is. Don't walk between the two pillars where there's visible lightning. Um, I don't trust it. I'm going to walk through it. <laughs> um, if you wanted to disarm that, it would actually probably require some dexterity around removing cables from the uh, pillar, more so than it would be. Uh, Disenchanting it. Mm.
4: So, so do these creatures? You say they're wriggling. Do they appear to be alive, or they, have they had the last of their life energy sapped from them, and they just are kind of vibrating in the stream? Yeah,
1: they're more—they are not animated, but they're—they are moving just because of the electricity coursing over them, and they are like completely desiccated. These are just bones. These are not corpses. Mm. Okay, um, it's time to change the battery.
2: Yeah. Well, I could direct people on how to remove them. Do we need to? It looks like we can get around. You could absolutely get around if you wanted. I don't trust it. Depends how you like... feel about
1: having you know having a
0: bunch of skeletons. I like the idea of uh, of uh, of taking this apart and, yeah, and tur- turning it off potentially.
2: I feel like we're going to follow the cabling east, and I would like to know that whatever it's doing has been turned off before we get there. Yeah. The cabling does
1: continue. Uh, again, for our listeners, they're in a kind of a small uh, square room. They are, they entered from the north. Um, the cables continue under a set of double doors to the east. Um, there's a bunch of sarcophagi along the the western wall.
5: Yeah.
4: Well, I'm sort of a dexterous dude. What would it take for me to try to uh, unloop the cables from these things? Or- do you want to
1: do a thievery check to try and unloop the cables without getting uh, electrocuted?
4: Anybody have a better thievery than four? I do. Oh.
5: I'm going to say, let's ask our rogue. <laughs> My thievery
3: is 11.
4: Oh, it's a little better. Well. Leave it up to you, yeah. Flessa. I mean, you would be turning off the sparkly thing in the room, so...
3: Mm. I will do it under protest.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Should
4: so we just the- try to hack at the wires first and see if that does something oh. before we start?
2: My extensive study of the situation. Do you, do you want to try that, Alustron? You're certainly welcome to. Well, I, got I, a, mean-
3: I got a 28 of my theory to, to carefully do
1: whatever boss is telling me to do. Yeah, unwind that stuff carefully. All right. You carefully unrind uh, the gold cables, which you'll continue to pocket because it does have uh, value. Shiny. Um. Shiny. And <laughs> the uh, the seeming to have undone that the uh, the electric stops discharging wow. between the columns. Well, there goes the power. You suspect that maybe maybe you don't want to walk between those columns anyway. Uh, and the skeletons clatter to the ground. Any of them wearing any fancy armor or anything that might be
4: of worth? The,
1: they are wearing uh this looks like uh between mid and
0: low quality kobold armor Oh no, thank you and trust me mid quality co- kobold armor is low quality kobold armor yeah. <laughs> come down and to peter
1: dragons for its house of <laughs> mid to low quality kobold armor
0: um
4: before no we bling leave on the drake even bef-
0: before we leave this room should we should we investigate the sarcophagi at all or do we think that there is nothing there mm-hmm. Seems like bad. It's always
4: karma. worth looking. Well, I mean, they may have already been uh, violated. We can see if that's the case and maybe clean up. We've sort of been doing that as we traverse through the tombs here. Seems like. Yeah, maybe any... we'll
3: find that lady. Um, Amori or whatever her name was.
4: That's amore. Amori. Amori yeah. It seems like anything we might do to kind of clean up after the defiling that Diane has done is
1: going to weaken his power potentially, so. It's, it's also like, you know. You're supposed to leave it a dungeon in better uh, condition than you found it. That's right. <laughs> there are fewer living kobolds in it.
3: <laughs> That's yeah, I think little... Akrid would insist on looking for uh, Amore d'Esprit.
4: Leave only footprints, take only all of the valuable gold cables. <laughs> <laughs> and, and memories. And any
2: boots that look good. <laughs>
4: and memories, sure. All right, so do we? are we going to look at the uh, sarcophagi? Is that what's but, going on?
3: Are we rolling perception for that, or...? Is that a thing we have to do? I will. I will, too. Everybody else gets
4: a plus one if they want to do it, because they're Ooh, near me. Sure.
3: I got a 27. Holy cats.
1: I just got an 11. Yeah. That's better than me. I got a 24.
3: Plus, is very invested in finding something
1: shiny.
5: 23!
1: All right. It seems like all of the, uh, the sarcophagi have been recently uh, disturbed, and uh, you can see that one of them is, in fact, a jar, you know, sarcophagi, it's like a... a kind of a big stone coffin. Uh, yeah. One of them is, in fact, like, the lid wasn't even put back right on, and you can see that it's empty. Uh, so it looks like all of these have been uh, recently disturbed by... Uh, you know, Defilers? Somebody, yeah. Somebody, f- somebody... cleans
2: co- Somebody has robbed these graves before we got to it. Somebody collecting corpses. <laughs> That's right.
3: So all the sparkly lightning is gone, and there's nothing shiny in here.
6: This room sucks. <laughs>
1: I'm
2: sorry. Not I'm sorry, much. Eric. There's some cool suits of armor.
6: I'm gonna listen at the door just
2: because. Why not? Yeah, me too. Okay.
5: Yeah.
6: Hey, the
2: electricity came back. <laughs> uh, but we're walking around the doors, yes. right? It's on the blank. Mm-hmm.
5: Gonna walk
0: So,
1: away. Rizwin, as you listen at the door, fifteen. Um, you hear kind of a thrumming sound, and you don't hear any voices or anything, but you definitely you hear some footsteps and maybe even some. Uh, it's hard. To, it's kind of animal sounding noises. Mm-hmm. Um,
6: Is the thrumming similar to the the lightning sounds that I heard previously?
1: Yeah, it's probably it. It sounds you know mechanical or electrical in nature.
6: Alright, I'm gonna stand back. I'll let Akrid take the forefront. There you go. Thanks, Akrid.
1: I'm proud proud to lead the
2: You're charge. You're welcome,
4: Akrid, the silent shield.
6: <laughs> Don't forget to not walk through the pillows, Melek. Right, right. And by
2: pillows I mean pillars. <laughs> yeah, that's because, right. Or yeah. pillows. <laughs> but also the pillows. Because... Well I figure anything that comes after me might not know <laughs> not to walk between the pillars. Ah. That's why he's the boss. Alright, so you're uh,
1: you're all stacked up on that uh that door to the east. Uh I assume that you your plan is to open
0: that door. So
4: we yeah. wanna check it for traps? Yeah I'll check it for traps.
0: Check it for traps. Check it for traps. I hate traps. Uh
1: twenty two. Doesn't seem trapped. Uh you do notice that there's a bunch of gold cabling snaking underneath the door. Hmm. Can we just reach down and pull it real hard?
2: Uh Maybe there's somebody on the other side standing on it. Do you want to try? <laughs> you can try. It seems a little like saying, hey, we're coming in, but I also like the plan. <laughs> I'm opposed to my own plan. Let's just open it.
0: All uh, right, Akron and Peter open the door okay
1: i will uh i'll describe the room beyond before i show it to you uh Mm -hmm. so there's another rectangular room beyond and there are several occupants of this room uh there's two helm tourists two zombies and two ghouls that all turn to see you as you open the door uh golden cable snake across the door from which you went in uh and lead off to a slab uh, on the north wall on the slab is the uh the body of a woman in elegant robes she looks surprisingly (gasps) Uh healthy i know her Oh, she's surprisingly healthy. She, does she don't have ropes her.
6: with sigils on them?
1: Uh, yeah, I'll say so.
6: Then that's Amari to spree. I totally it, had that down. It could
1: be any corpse. Oh. <laughs> Are we here if, to get
4: her
2: back or to kill how her? How does
1: she? How does she look healthy? She died like like a hundred years <laughs> ago. You guys might want to have a quick – we'll say this is an out-of-character reminder of things that you you. learned several months ago when we played (laughs) that to our listeners they just heard you talk about um, because it was last hour for them. So uh, who wants to remind the group about who that person might be?
5: Erica? (laughs) Uh,
3: (laughs) If if it is Amori Desprez, then she's the wife of Julian, who is the the ghost guy that we saw a few rooms back. And he wanted us to find her remains – and put her to rest because they had been put to rest next to each other and were happily dead together, I guess. And uh, and her remains had had been removed, which meant that she could not rest anymore.
4: Uh, well, she if she's looking healthy now, then she yeah. has been brought back because uh, Julian was from a long time ago, very seeing long, as ago. he was a magistrate of some kind mm-hmm. from a time when they had those things, and it's yeah. been a while. And so. he was
1: also a ghost, <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> notably, right. notably also a ghost.
3: So I think maybe he'd be on board with us, uh, you know, putting her down again, perhaps, or maybe that's me so. just
4: justifying it, rationalizing. Well, she hasn't really attacked us yet, but the ghouls that's and true. whatnot seem like uh, well, I don't think we need to verify anything before taking them apart.
0: All right, the maybe we're going to talk to her. They're all going to roll. It. They're all going to roll initiative. We're rolling initiative doing. now. They're not going to just welcome us as friends. The ghouls? <laughs> no. Ghouls Night! And never welcome uh, ghouls us Night! Friend. Oh dear. Ghouls Night! Thanks for listening to this episode of Total Party Kill. If you can't make it to PAX West for the annual Acquisitions Incorporated event, they're bringing the show to you on September 4th. Dungeon Master Chris Perkins, the whole cast of Acquisitions Incorporated, is going to be in movie theaters nationwide for a live broadcast from PAX West in Seattle. And everyone in attendance will receive a special adventure booklet created exclusively for the event. So again, I implore you, visit fathom.live/dd today for locations and to purchase tickets.